everyone. Welcome to Sit Still and Listen. I'm your host, Beth Cornell, with my co-host, Sarah Cornell. Hi. And if you couldn't guess from my background what today's subject is, it's Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing gets me more excited than, than Lord of the Rings. Literally, like, Star Wars comes pretty close. Uh, because I like space, but like big, huge nerd for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so my green screen's not cooperating as much with me today. So yeah, I'm gonna, okay. yeah, just me. Reality. It's we'll harsh. It <laughs> yeah, there we go. Ah, there we are. Oh. So yeah. Um, what can I say? Ever since before the movies, actually. My life has been full of Lord of the Rings lore because my husband is a super fan. I was introduced to it when I was 10, when the first movie was released, Um, which makes me feel really old. And that movie is really old, but it's still so good. (laughs) Uh, And I I remember going to the theater and seeing it with my dad. And I remember like a week after that, he came home with like the big, huge, thick book where it had all three of them in it. I think that you actually still have it in your house, I think. We do. We do. And I I read it uh, in two months. It was done. (laughs) I read the whole thing. And uh, we waited a year for it to come out on DVD and then another like two years for the two towers to come out. (laughs) Yeah. but yeah. And then an eternity for The Hobbit to come out. <laughs> hey, hey, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, li- I kind of like <clears throat> The Hobbit better. I mean, the story of The Hobbit. It's definitely more, I don't know, it's not as convoluted Simple. as like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because the original Lord of the Rings is really convoluted in the books. And the, com- the complexity and all the languages kind of escape me, but I'm surrounded by people who speak like that and know what it is, and so here we are. So was... obviously, this is Sarah's topic this week, and we decided to do it because we've been hitting on a couple of, we did some box openings and we did some really heavy topics, so this is kind of just a light topic this week, hope you enjoyed the departure because next week we're right back at the heavy <laughs> um, the box openings we've got like three of those coming up so enjoy this lord of the rings little detour in uh, the hobbiton oh that was that was cute i like that um so you were talking about like the languages and stuff um yeah. i was actually so uh, enthralled with the language uh shown on like the screen like um uh, in the movies and stuff that it actually got me to learn some of the basic Tolkien uh, Elvish. And there's actually like two different like dialects basically. (laughs) And I learned, I think I learned both of them at one point, but my brain only remembered the other one. It starts with a Q if I seem to remember correctly. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Super nerd. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they, the, I remember uh, someone asked me, what my favorite Lord of the Rings movie was, like out of the first three films. And I always say The Two Towers. The Two Towers is probably my favorite one. Um, As much as I love 
the fellowship. The fellowship is iconic. It's the whole thing that starts it off. I hate the way it ends. And I always have. I was so psyched sitting in the theater right at the end where they're like, let's go hunt some orc. And you're like, oh, it's going off. Let's go. And then it ends. I'm, I was like, no, you're kidding. No. I wanted, I wanted to see them like chase, you know, go hunt some work and chase it down and like epic fight scenes and stuff with Legolas being like a badass with his, with his awesome bow and arrow and Gimli with his axe and the fact that he can't run. <laughs> you know, the second one was okay. The third one, though. Mm. My God, mm. Did, mm. did they really need to make it that long and that much bloody, <laughs> that much bloody axe wielding <laughs> well, stuff. guts well, everywhere? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And then the whole, the whole, whole torment between Samwise Gamgee and Frodo. It was a the real thing. torment. It was a real, it was a real thing. They went through in the books too. Um, but the it thing, didn't take as long in the books. Yeah, but this is a movie and you gotta flesh it out a little bit. I mean, they did it with The Hobbit, too. They did it with The Hobbit, too. With what's-her-name, who do definitely doesn't exist in that book as a female. It's a guy. <laughs> they took their liberties with The Hobbit. Toriel, or whatever her name is. Yeah. That's, yeah. She's a man in the book, and she's not in the book at all. <laughs> Well, um, I think it took them a long time to get the screenplay down for The Hobbit. Which is you know? weird because, like, The Hobbit is simpler. shorter and simpler. Yeah. yeah, and, like, there wasn't... Yeah, but I think they were trying to, like, have it be parallel to, or, you know, a prequel to The Lord of the Rings, which was so epic. And, yeah, but, like... Hobbit really isn't epic. No, it's just kind of like epic. a dinky kind of thing. It's a story. And, yeah, yeah, and, like, I don't think that the addition of of like that weird love triangle in there was necessary honestly like i oh, don't that was just that just made me go what i think they did that <laughs> i think they did that to please like the poor wives and girlfriends who like got dragged into going yeah. to see that movie totally I, agree with you on that one i honestly think that's the case and that was the case for um eric uh aragorn and what's her name in lord of the rings because again their relationship the Tyler, it, yeah yeah their whatever her character's name was it'll Arwen. come in arwen yeah yeah her, their their um their relationship is established in the books and there is something at the very end of return of the king that basically describes aragorn going from this king and 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 dying of just mortality because he's old and yeah. and because arwen's an elf she goes and lives on for the rest of her life with um i think their son and I think they have a daughter as well, but I can't remember. Um, and it, and it, a, it plays own. out. It plays out just like. Um, uh, oh my god, my brain. Um, just like her father's premonition in the original, in the original book and film, where he's like, you know, you're just gonna wander the forest forever, being really sad and mourning. Yeah, because you know the love of your life is dead, and he's absolutely right. That's exactly what she did. But that's her involvement in the book. There is none of, you know, um, she does say Frodo. She does say Frodo in the book. Um, but the river that, that comes down the mountains with the horses in the movie, she does that. She, she tells yeah. the river, hey, come here. That's not the case. In, in the books, it's actually Gandalf and um, uh, her, her father, which for some reason I can't remember her name. Um, 
uh, he's the one who summons the river and Gandalf's the one who's like, hey, I think some horses in that would look really cool. So they add horses to make yeah. it look like horses running by. So It's kind of like, it's, it's its own mythology, really, but it borrows a lot from, you know, yeah. the archetypes and things that we already have. So I think a lot of people are just like, oh, I don't like Lord of the Rings or whatever, but, but they're, but if they really sat and watched or read the books, they would see common themes in it. Common RPG elements. Those two. Very, very common RPG elements. (laughs) Um, They. uh, It's kind of hard to make something brand new nowadays yeah yeah it is because everything's been done already but like the fact that people think it's original you know like something that they've never seen before personally well the languages definitely add to the fact that makes it really unique and sets it apart yeah well sort of i guess i mean like you, you could argue that you know it's the classic good versus evil. Yeah, it is. MacGuffin. It is. MacGuffin. The rings, the MacGuffin. The rings, the MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't think of another book series that does flesh out languages like that, that came before Lord of the Rings. Um, I, I, I know of none. And even going forward, I know of none. I know some. I know some. Because I read extensively because um, there is uh, Christopher Palioni's Inheritance series. Um, it's about dragons. Go figure, your girl likes dragons. Um, they, there's an elven race and a dwarven race, both of which have their own languages, and they are completely fleshed out, and you can absolutely learn them just by reading the books. Um, there's also... Uh, uh, I hate to bring this in here, but Game of Thrones is another one that has several, several different languages, uh, different countries um, that that you can learn. Um, there's the Dothraki language. Uh, there's obviously like the common trader tongue. There's the Bravasi um, language in there, which okay. Let me since I'm a I'm not a game of thrones watcher um do they speak those languages and have subtitles on the oh okay yep they do um the in fact the first season of game of thrones uh between daenerys targaryen and khal drogo um he actually has to teach her dothraki so they could talk to each other oh Um, so that kind of introduces sets up like oh we're gonna have some languages here yeah yeah so you might want to get a pen out right yeah and he he barely speaks any common like at all like he doesn't speak common at all he only knows like three words and it's yes no and then like a (laughs) non-committal grunt like (laughs) but but yeah there's a couple of series that has it but like like i said i can't think of a book series that happened before lord of the rings that had such like a broad yeah um, one of the things that i liked while i was watching those movies three or four times now is the story of Samwise and Frodo and how the ring corrupts Frodo to a certain extent, but Samwise... Well, it tries. It tries. It tries, but Samwise has, like, a really strong heart. And he's he's pure. He's pure as well. Like, uh, if you... If you, um, 
if you and if you're books, ever lucky enough to have a friend like Sam Wise, you have a good friend. Don't you don't you let him go. Don't you do it. That's right. He's he's the goodest boy. Uh you Sam, can even eat all his bread and he'll still stick with you. Uh in the in the books, in Return of the King in the books, uh Sam does <clears throat> Sam does get a hold of the ring. Um and uh it, it tries to corrupt him, but all Sam really cares about is gardening. That's all that that's it. So like he, he has the ring and he's holding it and and it's like you're gonna be the best farmer there ever was. All of your crops are gonna grow. Uh and and you're gonna have fields of wheat and beautiful flower beds and like that's that's it. And he was like, that sounds amazing. Screw that though. <laughs> I can already do that. <laughs> so he 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 ends up telling the ring to get stuffed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is your opinion on the fine? Did you see the final Hobbit movie? Yeah. The last one. Oh what, yeah. What was your opinion on it? You know, a lot of people didn't like it or didn't like either of them. And I liked them both way more than the trilogy. I I gotta say, I, I have to come clean here. I've only seen the first two Hobbit films. <laughs> I've only ever seen the first two. I've never really? seen the third one. Um because it was in the theater. I you didn't I, go see it. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Wait, I never went and saw it. I think you I think you and dad went to go see it at one point. Um, I think I might have went with Ruthann and Reg. Oh, okay. I know that some somebody went and saw it and and they were like, Oh, it's good. But literally everybody who I'm friends with who is into Lord of the Rings like I am, uh, yeah. I have a, a really good friend of mine is is Well, like, you need to see it, Sarah. I don't think it's going to be good because, like I said, uh, Gray has seen it, I think. And he was like, don't, don't waste your time. He's like, you know, you know what you could be doing? You could be watching the original trilogy or doing literally anything else than going to see that film. The and original be, trilogy is a whole different thing. It's a yeah, whole different thing. Yeah, I know it is. The, the, the thing is, though, is like, he's like, it's a better your time is better spent doing that than it is watching this one film in this completely different trilogy. What's his point? Um, mm. And I'm, I'm inclined to believe him because he is one yeah. of the only human beings that I know of other than I think dad who's read the similarian like I have. <laughs> so I, I, I trust his judgment. <laughs> um, All right then. Uh, well, we can't talk about that trilogy then. We I mean, talk. like I can, because dragons. Like that's I all. I'll I'll be honest. I read The Hobbit when I was like sixth grade. Mm. You know, that's a long time ago. I don't remember every specific detail of the book. I I have Give a comparison. Whereas, like The Lord of the Rings, I read as an adult. Yeah. Around when you read it. So, yeah, I, I have a much more present tense reference. I, I have, uh, to, to put it into perspective, on my phone, uh, I have the Similarian and the entire uh, trilogy of Lord of the Rings on my phone. Because, um, thank you, Kindle. Uh, I also have, on my bookshelf, I'm looking at it right now, I have the novel from The Hobbit. I also have the uh, uh, comic book version of the Hobbit, um, up there, along with, I think that's all, 
that's all on that bookshelf. I think I have more on the bookshelf that's over here. Um, but I think I also have the comic uh, book We version. have several books that I'm not familiar with about Lord of the Rings it's, in the living room. It's probably, the, it's probably the Similarian, honestly. It probably <laughs> that, is. That book is so long. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's, not, it's not about anything. Like, there's... It's kind of like a reference. It's like a reference materials. No, 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 no. It's it's like a history book for a world that doesn't exist. Yeah, reference materials for the world. It starts. It starts at the very beginning of a world that doesn't exist and ends, uh, like after the events of long, long after the events of uh, the original trilogy, Um, and. You, you by through reading that you find out that Gandalf is not his real name. You also find out that uh, the, each race in there has its own name for Gandalf, and you also find out that he's like this dopey wizard who likes to get high. Just kidding. He's actually like a demigod kind of in this universe. Like, well, you it's know, wild. <laughs> What's your favorite fight scene? Because, like, mine is when mm. Gandalf and uh, Sauron have a... In the tower? Cups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's the best one. Um, my, I, oh, I don't have it in here. And I it comes quite second, or is anything with Legolas in it? <laughs> Which is why I have my hair up like Legolas today. That's <laughs> going on. Because um, he's, like, my favorite character. He's there's... my favorite character, but that fight scene with Gandalf and Sauron in the tower was was made that whole movie for me. There's two. There's two fight scenes that come to mind. Um my my favorite character, well one of them anyway, is is Aragorn, just because Vigo Morrison went He's so hard. Too serious. He's like too serious. <laughs> I like him though. And 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 the, the actor He's who plays serious like this all the time. <laughs> Vigo Morrison, the actor who plays Aragorn in the original trilogy, went so hard. He did not have to go that hard, but he literally, like, uh, they would have to travel to these locations every time. And he would bring, uh, like, a backpack with, like, a tent and provisions and stuff, and he would just, like, camp there. And when it, when everybody was, like, going home for the night, he'd be like, all right, guys, see you later. And, like, he would just, like, camp out and, like, fish at the river and, like, catch fish to feed himself. Like, it, and, and all in, like, full costume. Full, full garb. He probably smelled as bad as he looked in that movie. <laughs> and, like, he didn't have to go that hard, but he did. And I'm so glad that he did because he really, really embodied that character super well. Um, and one of the fight scenes that's, uh, one of my favorites is he's going to save uh, Boomer in the very beginning uh, of the film. Basically, I have spoilers, I guess, for a movie that's like twenty years old. Um, when Boomer dies, uh, when he's going to save him, there's a there's a moment where uh, the or one of the orakai throws a knife at him, and he has the, the sword. He goes to hit it out of the air. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be kind of edited in post and they were like, just throw it at him. Who cares? Well, the guy threw it at him a little too directly. And basically if he wouldn't have done that, it would have hit him and it would have caused actual damage and actually would have stabbed him. And you can actually see it in his face uh, in that scene. If you go frame by frame, you can actually see the actual legitimate, like, Oh my dear God, (laughs) fear (laughs) in his eyes. Um, 
so there, there's that one. That's probably one of my favorite fights um, because Boebeer's protecting Merry and Pippin and he's like blowing on the horn and there's all these orcs crawling down into the mountains and it's like, ooh. Um, and then uh, the other one is from, I think, is it from the Two Towers? No, it's from Return of the King um, where uh, Eowyn, uh, um, the, the, she's not really a princess, um, she, she disguises herself as a man and rides out with, uh, Pippin, uh, and ends up in the battlefield outside of, um, Minas Tirith, and here comes the Witch King, and he's like, no man can kill me, and she rips off her helmet, and her hair streams out behind her, I am no man, and she just hacks him down, I'm like, yeah! That's a good, that's a good one, too, yeah, I like that one a lot, too. I have, I have, um, the wizards, though, they're, like, my favorite. I love those wizards. <laughs> it's so crazy to think about, like, just how actually old those two actual actors are. Yeah, and the fact and that they you, were like, let's just have a fight scene. <laughs> and, well, I'm sure they had stunt doubles and a lot of CGI going on. But, yeah, when he throws him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old reminds, man fight! <laughs> it, it reminds me of that part in Star Wars where, you know, Darth Vader throws um what's his palpatine over the edge of the yeah thing. yeah palpatine yeah. there you go i had you there <laughs> yeah. what is your favorite from the original trilogy what movie is your favorite of the three mm. well the third one is my least favorite i would have to say and the second one's just okay and i'd have to say the first one yeah uh, i i really like the second one i it's it's got some of the the best music in it like the first one obviously has like the super but, iconic hobbiton theme yeah. and stuff um but the second one has i like uh, the first one because it was mainly happy and then it got a dark turn at the end i didn't like all that darkness and fighting i'm not big on that you're not you're no. not you're certainly not and I, it was hard for me to sit through it yeah. To tell you the truth. Well, because it was like almost two hours long. Well, actually, longer and than that. It was like three hours. It, just, it was just so heavy and sad. Yeah. Very sad. You know, I find a parallel to the times we're in now with uh, probably the second part of this trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just so long and plotting and sad. You yeah. Know? there's a there's a there's like this grief hanging in the air it's thick there's a there's a quote by uh by samwise Gamgee that says you know th those are the stories that that you want to read the most is because how could anything ever go back to the way it used to be after so much pain and grief and of course you know by the end of the original trilogy yeah they go back to hobbiton they live in hobbiton for like 10 years yeah um and then Frodo's like, I gotta get out of here. Like, I'm done. And I remember being really little um, and going and seeing that final film and being upset that that, that was the way that they ended it. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm like, bitch, put me on that boat. I'm ready. Like, let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm done. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it and, I'm, and I hate it and we're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Sam... Sam basically says yeah this sucks this this blows this is the worst thing but you know by the end 
Yeah, you know, and I was reading an article, not to divert from our subject. But I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up that thing. Please continue. Okay. I was reading this article this morning about hope in this time of, you know, Corona, COVID, mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys Tour 2020. Um and you know, there when you when you practice meditation and you're in a certain sect buddhist tibetan Mm -hmm. hope is kind of not a thing it's it's something that you should dismiss and not have um i think what they equate more to hope is is faith which is something unseen but it's inevitable because of like this wheel that we're on. Everything turns in a circle. Everything's a cycle. So eventually things will go back around again. But when you meet them, you'll have had these experiences. So you won't be the same when they come back around the same again. You'll approach things completely different. Yeah. Because you have a different perspective in your brain. I I found the quote. I found it. Okay. Uh, Frodo Frodo says, I can't do this, Sam. I know. It's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing. This shadow, even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Furrow, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? That there's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. Sam definitely addresses the fact that this blows. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think that line, that line right there, um, uh, full of darkness and danger, sometimes you didn't want to know the end, because how could the end be happy? That's, yeah. that's, that's the... That's the, ugh, that's the gut punch. It's like, oh, this sucks. How could, how could the world go back to normal after more Americans have died now than in World War One? you know? And, and the, the um, day-by-day tallies get higher. Mm-hmm. More grim because younger people are dying. It's sad when older folks die, but it's really devastating when younger folks die. Because we have our whole or life ahead of us. Or whole whatever. families die. Yeah. Which is what we're seeing. It spread to, through families and things. Yeah. People who live communally, which here in Arizona, 
that's the case. So, so this episode about Lord of the Rings really isn't about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's a cover. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Sometimes it's it, still heavy. <laughs> it's it's very heavy. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, stories are, are an escape from reality, but in a lot of ways they connect to reality in ways that you don't see yeah. until something actually crappy happens or or there's like a weird parallel that that happens in your real life where you're like whoa hang on a minute i've seen this in a book once <laughs> yeah these uh these ways of teaching are are really good really impactful and they'll stick with you like you said they'll surface in your mind when you're not expecting them. yes so continue to read books yes books are great or, or if you're not super into like sitting down and reading a 2,000 page book about Audible. Yeah, you can Audible. Go to Audible. We have Audible. It's in the clickable link down there. Please click yep. it because that's our only sponsor right now. It'll or be, actually affiliate. It'll, affiliate. Be, it'll be Lord of the Rings probably. Go, go. If you have not read the books um, and you're still in quarantine, excuse me, if you're still in quarantine and you haven't read the books yet, Go for it. If you've never watched the movies, now is the time. Like, now yeah. now is the time. Like, I mean, what are you doing? You gonna watch The Sopranos for the hundredth time? And even though, you know, they're dark and drag you down a bit. They end they, really happy. They, they end do. super happy. They do. They have some good endings to them. Yeah. And, you know, I recommend start with the Hobbit series because actually... Yeah, you'll get some backstory as yeah. terribly messed up as it's probably going to be. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little probably, but I didn't read the book. But I think, you know, they were aiming to be more entertaining than the first trilogy. The first trilogy was so fan-based. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but that's the thing. Based. That's the thing. Here, uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put this into perspective for you. A movie will only do good if fans work on it. I am, I'm, I'm going to say that's an omni-important point, and I can prove it. Thor, the original Thor movie, incredible film. It's really yeah. good. It's super iconic. That's when he's got, like, the long hair, the big red cape. He looks like Thor from the comic books, right? Yeah. Thor, Dark World. Garbage pile. Absolute trash heap. Throw it away. It's bad. Um, and that's because no fan worked on it. It was just a bunch of people who were like, you know, we read the source material and now we're going to make it into a movie. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Peak. It's so, so good. That film is amazing. I think it's probably one of Tyler's favorite Marvel films. And that's saying something because he doesn't like those movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like Ragnarok a lot. It's really good. Guess what? They had an entire cast of people. They had a really good director, too. They, they had a fantastic director who is a fan, who yeah. is a fan of Marvel, okay? They also got uh, the, he's a friend from work. That's, that's a line that was written by a kid in a hospital through yeah. the Make-A-Wish Foundation, because he said he wanted to write a joke for Thor. No. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's what it is. Um, uh, and they also had, like, a bunch of people who worked on the film who were fans, who were just like, yeah. we're here to make sure that, like, well, like, this is going to be I'm funny. I'm all in for Love and Thunder. I can't wait for that. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't believe, I cannot believe that they got her to come back. We, because... should, do, we should do a Marvel episode one day. 
and just talk about Marvel. Maybe that'll be after all the unboxings. Okay. We'll talk about Marvel stuff. Yeah. Another Um, thing I wanted to mention, Sarah and I are going to open this up to have a little bit of a sponsorship. I think we're going to go that route. And with that, um, do we have any concluding words to say about Lord of the Rings this week? Read the books, watch the movies. Uh, If you're not totally into it by the end of the books, then then I won't force you to read The Similarian. But if by the end of the books and by the end of the films, you're like, that was awesome. Go read The Similarian. You'll be bored. You'll be bored. What she said. but I'll say what she said. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be better knowledged about it. About that. Yeah. You won't be <laughs> relaxed though. It's pretty um, adrenaline inducing in some parts, especially those movies. It's very fun though. It's all, it's, it's all very fun. Yeah. So there's a good bit of humor sprinkled in there too. <laughs> there- for that third movie, that third movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a big, it's got, it's got a really good happy moment at the end because obviously it's the final film. Mom's Happiness at the end. Yeah, because that's where it's supposed to be. Okay, so we know we're not at the end yet because we're not totally happy yet. Well, yeah, because we're stuck inside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we went back into pretty much self-isolation slash. I mean, we never left it, to be frank. Like, I mean. I, I don't think we did and the mask wearing was always a thing and yeah like it never, was just we had a, a little bit of visiting at social distancing visiting but now we're back to now yeah. it's like i don't even want to attempt to go over there because like yeah no. we're back in the self-isolation there's no way because the, the numbers are really shot through the roof yeah, yeah. i have a uh, on my handy dandy uh apocalypse tracker (laughs) i hope that by the time that that you're you're seeing this in probably like a month from now you'll see this video that we're oh my god yeah yeah i hope that things are a lot better yeah so to my future self (laughs) a lot better when this video airs uh and we're premiering it it says here on my handy dandy doesn't show um it says here that in Maricopa County, Maricopa County alone, which is a pretty decent county, I don't if know how many people know that Maricopa County is enormous, but uh, there are 44,962 confirmed cases. So we're really close to that 50,000 mark. And uh, yeah. Yeah. In the, in the entire state of Arizona, we are at, according to this, which take it as you will, I guess, is 73,908 cases. Um, and there's, you know, the theory is, is that there's not a lot of testing here. Like, it's not, like, the only way you can basically get one is if you're suspected to have it. You can't just go and be like, please test me for COVID. Yeah, they, they stopped that. Yeah. The testing's you, been greatly suppressed over the last three weeks. Yeah, and, and the reason I say take those numbers as you will is because those are just the people who have been tested, not people like us uh, who have basically just been trying to stay as far away from people as we can possibly get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, please continue to be safe. Continue to wash your hands. Continue to wear a mask. I know it sucks, uh, but you, you gotta... And, that, and that's coming from a millennial. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, and here's from a, th- a generation, actor. <laughs> 
whatever, wear a mask. Just <laughs> wear yeah. a mask. I, I know it sucks, but hey, they, they make some pretty cool masks nowadays where like, you know, you can, you can kind of yeah get a mask that says whatever. Yeah. Like uh, they, they make ones that have uh hashtag black lives matter across it. They have ones that have, go. that have faces on them. So that way you could like pick a mask for the way you're feeling that day. That's how I've been getting through this because bitch, if it's the apocalypse, I'm at least going to look cute. Like, <laughs> um, and Disney has a couple ones, uh, that you can buy. They run small. They're, they're a little on the smaller side, but they're, they're really easy to, like, make the loops fit your face a little bit better. Um, and, and they're adorable. They have, like, a Baby Yoda one. Like, who, who wouldn't want to wear a Baby Yoda mask? It's Baby Yoda. And with that, yeah. we're going to say, take care, everybody. Wash your love, hands. Love you, Sarah. Love you too, Ma. Bye. Bye.